This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Podcasts. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Post Game Show with Al and Jerry. Oh, we wrap up the podcast week. Al, uh, it's been fun again, of course. And so I know not today, but yesterday, I believe you moved your car because there were rats on the sidewalk where you parked. Yes, I and did. Uh... There was actually a conversation in the newsroom this morning uh, at about 5.58 between Russell Harris Allen and somebody. It might have been John Jastrzemski. Well, we had started that when I went Is on. Is that where with, that came from? Yeah, I went on with Tony this morning, and we were talking about Russell, uh, the overnight producer. He was an exterminator before he was uh, a producer. Wow, so those are the credentials to those be the Those are the credentials, producer. yes. So we're, currently, <laughs> uh, we're currently speaking with some exterminators now for some part-time work. But anyway, um, we got into a um, would-you-rather uh, would you rather have your apartment, home, or condo uh, with a, a rat infestation, a mice infestation, or a cockroach infestation? Oh, so we all took rats uh, right off the table. Rats are out. Rats are out. Those are large animals yes. now in your home. Yeah. Then I thought easy decision. I would rather have cockroaches oh, rather no than mice are you because out of your mind? mice are animals and i found much like you're saying harris allen would have taken mice yes uh i don't understand that why would you want an animal in your house versus a bug well because because cockroaches are the most disgusting looking things i've ever seen yes. number one uh number two mice are cute they really are. Little field mice are yeah. absolutely, and I've had them in the house. Oh, I would freak out if I had a and mouse. They're, they're very easy to get rid of, as opposed to cockroaches. Who the hell knows what's in your walls? Well, same I guess with you mice. Could say the same thing with mice, but mice you hear in the walls. You really do. I don't think, I don't think you can have mice in your walls and not know it. I think you can have colonies of cockroaches in your walls, and you ain't got any idea what the hell's going on. So I, and again, the fact that I've seen little mice, they don't bother me. They but really ha- don't. But uh, a cockroach you can step on and crush. I could not step on and crush a mouse. Well, you can catch a mouse, a mouse though. Well, it would freak out if I felt its little legs and warm body. Have you? Did you not have a hamster growing up? I did not. Oh. My sister had one. My sister had a hamster. We did not have gerbils in my home. My sister had one hamster. I never touched it. See, we had, I, I never had them, but all my friends had them. And we, I mean, they're kind of cool. They don't bother me. And maybe that's why the little field mice don't bother me. To me, they look like little hamsters. Yeah, I live in a condo, and my next-door neighbor a couple years ago had a couple of uh, field mice in his, like, kitchen drawers. 
And I was like freaking out. I'm like, if one of those mice come over here, I'm going to freak out and probably move. Yeah, man, right through the pipes. Right. Luckily, they, they they got rid of them. Hmm. But they didn't seem all that concerned about having a field mouse in their house either. Because I don't, again, I don't think, I, I there's, I don't want to say threaten. That's not the right word because rats aren't going to threaten to eat you. I mean, they're just disgusting rodents. Right. Um, mice just, I, I hate to say this, but they look cute almost. <laughs> they yeah, look I don't like, like pets. Ugh. I think I think field mice look like pets. If I put a field mouse in a cage for you with a little wheel and you gave it cheese every day or whatever you give it. Yeah, but it, if it was it. Right? Well, yes. If you put a rat in the same. Oh, no way. Disgusting. That's horrible. And now if I put cockroaches in one of those things, you're going to say, where's the snake for to eat it? Yeah. Russell said that he once went to a woman's house. She said, I think I may have a cockroach problem. I think, he says. Right. And he opened up her cabinets. He said, you couldn't see. Anything except cockroaches in this cabinet. And, oh, God. And she had her food in there. Oh, that's it's disgusting. Just awful. So you're saying you'd rather have a mouse yeah, problem? No. I said I'd rather have cockroach problem. For me, it's but you not think even it's, a discussion. And you think it's easier to clean up a mice issue? I, th- I do think so, Probably. Yes. That is probably right. I do think so. All right, Jerry. <clears throat> so here's something. Um, how did you... Uh, you have a, uh, what type of phone do you have there? You have one of those Galaxies? I have a Motorola, Motorola, Motorola Droid, and I love it. All right. So I have a, an iPhone. Right. And one of the things on the iPhone and on the Samsungs and a bunch of the phones now have where you can uh, open up your phone using a, a fingerprint. Yes. And you I ha- declined to do that on mine. I, I have set them up on mine, and they never work. So I, I just don't do it because it's more annoying to me to try to put my fingerprint on it twice two three times and i'm like i could have opened this phone in two two seconds ago correct but people love the um open up with the fingerprint so a very bored gentleman a college kid he has a samsung galaxy s7 okay which i think is probably one of the one of the uh, premier phones jerry uh he wanted to see if instead of using his fingerprint to open his phone if he could set his phone up to open it with his penis, which he did successfully. He put his penis on there to set it up instead of a fingerprint. Instead of your thumb, he used his penis, uh, and it does work. And he uh, put it out on Reddit, uh, the put website, Jerry. Uh, just a FYI, in case you want to be able to open your phone with your penis <laughs> instead of your thumbprint, that is possible. To which other people said they have tried, where is this list of things people have tried? Uh, tried using their tongue, their left testicle, and their nipples. Those not as successful. Can I ask you something? Yes. Why? Well, this is a news story, Jerry. I didn't say it. No, 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 no. Oh, he was bored. I'm not saying why are you bringing it up. Yeah. I'm asking why? Well, I'll quote the I'll quote the guy who uh, set this uh, up on the internet, Jerry. Quote: Boredom and curiosity got the best of me. Tonight, I discovered that you can successfully register and unlock a Galaxy S7 with a penis as a fingerprint. So, have you tried this yet? I have not. Are you going to try it in the new? Because if you go in the room, I think just Eddie's back there. You could try it. No, I don't think. Um, I like to put in a code. <laughs> I'm not a big fingerprint guy. Yes, I agree. You know what I'm the saying, Jerry? I, I didn't set up the fingerprint, and I think my wife has the ability, too, with the iPhone yeah. as well. There was I forget who it was. There was someone in our newsroom, I would say three months ago, four months ago, whatever, running around angry with the phone because it wasn't recognizing his thumb. It was a yes. sales guy, and I forget. I don't, I don't remember who it was. And from that moment, I'm like, why would I do that? Exactly. And it was right around the time I got my phone. I got my phone right before we went to San Francisco, so it had to have been January. 
or so, right around there. So I haven't done it just because of that episode. That having been said, I mean, what do you do if you're out on a date, right? And you get a text message and it could be important or something. Excuse me one second while I take my penis out of my pants and place it on my phone. Well, maybe she would be impressed with your general curiosity. Well, you better gaze at her while you take the penis out, just like that girl at Indiana State was impressed by you having control of the room and speaking very directively to everybody. No one was ever engaged her eyes. Right. You can engage the girl's eyes while you take the penis out and put it on the phone. Yeah, no girl has ever been impressed when I've done that. And take the penis out and put yeah. it on the phone? Well, so yes. you've tried it before. I've not tried it, but in general, that's hmm. generally... Will you try it? I will not try it. You're that. with your girl for a long time now. No, Could I would... you see yourself maybe this weekend just kind of as you guys are cuddling and watching TV, just slowly and slyly just... Opening my phone and that way? Just whapping that thing right on the phone? I don't, I don't think so. How do you think that would go? Not well. Like, would she be like... What are you doing? That would be, what are you what doing? Say. Yeah. Very juvenile. But yeah, very juvenile, Jerry. And you I'm not... try, though? I'm not... I will not even try we that. We could periscope it. No, because I'd, I'd feel like there'd be some bacteria on my phone that would then get From in... the penis? No, a bacteria on my phone just from touching it constantly that that uh, bacteria or germ would go into my urethra hmm. and then I'd have a problem. That would be a problem. Yes. Oh, well, that could have been some uh, weekend hijinks. How about this, Jerry? Speaking of uh, those parts, a new study from Belgium. <laughs> this will be great. Most shows only do, st- you know, they'll report on studies from the United States. Right. From Pornhub. I'm internet. We do internationally. Right. By the way, Pornhub has not come out with a study in I mean, what a number doing? of weeks. It's almost like they're not working over there. Jerry, this comes from Belgium. Ghent University, if I'm saying Ghent. that correctly, and also published in the online journal Evolutionary Psychology. And it found something that I think we probably know already, that women, when looking to find a guy for a one-night stand, look for different things, almost the opposite thing of when they're looking for a life partner. So when women are looking for a one-night stand, they look for a guy who's a little more dangerous. So... They don't mind a smoker, and they don't mind a heavy drinker. That's for their short-term mating strategy, right? Mm -hmm. But they're looking for the opposite when they're looking to settle down and get married. By the way, why is this any different than what men are looking for for a one-night stand? Uh, Do you think men look for smokers? I don't think, no, no, no. You didn't say they look for smokers. You said they don't mind smokers. They don't mind the smoker. big difference. And if you were going to go out in your prior days or right. if I was going to go out and I got divorced and I was going to go out and you were just literally out just to have some fun one night, would you really give a damn if a beautiful girl with a nice chest size and a nice little figure, if all of a sudden she was smoking, no. if you knew it was going to be an hour and a half of fun and get the hell out? Uh, well, yeah, you're Why you're would right. you care? You, you don't care. So I, I think this study has a lot of validity to it, but I think it's more than just the women looking for men. I think it's men looking for women. Yeah, that's true, Jerry. It goes when, both ways. When searching for long-term partners, women prefer a man who has the willingness and capacity to protect and care for children. If they want to have a family, of course. Now, Tommy, um, who works here, a younger fellow, well, I guess he's in his 30s now, so maybe not as young. Is he really? Well, he's 30. He is And 30. he has a girlfriend now, but yes. for uh, years that we knew him, he didn't have a girlfriend. And he and his friends, when they would go out looking for mates, they would look for a girl with a smashed iPhone thinking that she was, quote, in the mix if she is out partying enough and drinking enough wherein she drops her cell phone. 
Two things. A, I hope his girlfriend doesn't listen to this. And B, I hope she doesn't have a smashed iPhone. Girls if she don't, does. <laughs> girls don't listen to podcasts, Jerry. Oh, I don't know about that. My girlfriend has a smashed iPhone right now. I was there when she dropped it. I don't I get said, the sense, though, that she's in the mix at these dance no, parties. No, I'm just saying, I did tell her, I go, you know, there are some people who look for girls with smashed iPhones, meaning that they knowing that they're, because most girls will drop and smash their iPhones when they're drunk. In I mean, the, you thus, drop your phone. It, it, thus I, in the I mix. Guess. Yeah. I don't, I think, well, I think Tommy and his friends looked a little too far into that. Oh, you think a little too much of a study. Yeah. Their own personal Have you study. ever dropped your phone? I've never broken a phone. I've never broken the screen on a phone. Clearly, someone's not in the mix. I'm not in the mix. When I have, occasionally I've dropped my phone, it's been on the carpeted floor. Oh, okay. So you've gotten been lucky. Okay. I've gotten lucky. I've seen people drop it, and I've seen it literally shatter oh. right in front of me, and I've, you feel terrible for it. Terrible. Them. You have the insurance, right? No. Yeah. No, you suck. Yeah. My girlfriend has this case on her phone. Shocking that this is not a protective case, Jerry. It's a case called Lumi, I think it's called, and it uh, takes better selfies. Oh, boy. Because the phone has lights that go all around the case, so when you do a front-facing selfie, you get a nice picture, so she wanted to try it. Shockingly, it does not protect the phone very of well. Of course it doesn't. When it's bounced on pavement. You ever wonder why we didn't call? Because I, I used to take pictures. I used to turn the camera around and take pictures all the Is time. Is that right? Why didn't we ever call those selfies? I'm sure many know. people did. Oh, yes. We all did. So, like, where did this term come I from? I don't know. Like, I hate even... I don't even think I use it. I said it just now. Right. I hate even using the word, though. Some people use that phrase when they're referring to any picture with a person in it. Like, there'll be, like, a, a picture that someone else clearly took of two people. And they'll write, me and my girlfriend, selfie. Well, it's not. No, not you, didn't you hold it. You got to hold it yourself. You got to hold it yourself. I guess. That's what I say, Jerry. This is what I say, Al. Um, I'm going to Florida tomorrow. Oh, you are? Actually, I'm going today. Today. We are actually, we have a show tomorrow. I know that. I will not be here tomorrow. Oh. So I will be watching, I believe, from South Florida. Oh, nice. It's going to be kind of weird. Yeah. That There's, would be weird. There haven't been many times where I've missed the show and I've been able to watch it. Yeah. And the few times it's you almost feel, better not to watch it. You feel so detached. Yes. Well, here's the problem. When I start getting the people on Twitter, you know, don't right. come back Monday. <laughs> you suck. Uh, boy, the show's so much better without you. Jerry who? It's always great, isn't it? Right. Very, uh, very uh, confidence building. It's not nice. Not like nice. Like when, when Craig's out, same thing. Boomer, you're much better without Craig. Is that true? Yeah, So people, you have the Boomer and Carton feed you see a lot. Do you see yeah, a lot of that stuff? I do. People, oh, so that actually makes me feel yeah. better. It goes both ways. It goes like, who's this clown, get Craig back, or who's this clown, get Boomer back. I'll get some, who's this clown, get Jerry back, or nice that somebody's actually doing sports. We'll get something bizarre. It is funny. Yes. This Twitter stuff, man. Yes. Jerry, you said you're going to be out tomorrow. Yes. So I guess I would then coach whatever little league teams <laughs> no, you're not, you have. Just, I mean, by the way, if you want to, yeah. I can arrange that. All right. But I've already used Team Snap to get my other coaches on board. Oh, you did? Yes, and I've made the arrangements. We're all good, and no, I don't need you to coach my teams this week. It's actually, oh. I'm leaving. Matthew's got a game today. Matthew's got a doubleheader tomorrow. Little guy's got a game tomorrow night. Little guy's got a game Saturday night, and then Matthew's got a game Sunday. I've been busy. Okay, well, do me a favor. Uh, include me on these team snap messages that you're sending out to the rest of your team because I'd like to know what's going on with these games so that if I wanted to come by and uh, coach, say, third base or first base or just give some tips on hitting, I'd be able to do that with 
Team Snap, Jerry? Well, I'll tell you. Um, Team Snap is so easy to use. Consider it done. How you does will this now work get exactly? All the emails and texts that I send out via Team Snap, right. and uh, you are now going to be on the list. So when your phone is blowing up, right. I don't want to hear it. And when you get the emails, don't tell me to take you off the list. You're now on the roster in my Team Snap account. TeamSnap.com. It's not blowing up with nonsense, right? You'd be no. This is going to be no real information is, that I need. This is just team-related stuff. This is how, as I've told you, with all the rain we've had, right? Uh, a lot of postponements and reschedules that we've had to get through. You go to TeamSnap.com. You you check out your page that keeps your roster and your events and everything and all the changes. And you basically can send out the email and the text blasts all at once. But I don't have to go to my text messaging. I don't have to sign into my email. I just go to TeamSnap. And it arranges everything for me. I keep it arranged inside the TeamSnap app. Done. Why don't we do this instead? Call everybody individually. No, that's stupid. Now, why would you do that if you can just go to TeamSnap.com slash postgame, get a season for free. You don't have to give me your credit card. You're not paying anything for it to get started. So why would I do that? Well, if you had a couple hours to kill. I, but I don't have a couple of hours to kill. I'm very busy. This way, Team Snap allows me to do it with, like, one press of the button. Oh, one press of the button Pretty instead. much. No, you should do. Talk to the Team Snap people. Get an app for the phone so no, that they you have, have it. it. Uh, really? Oh, they have one already. Yes. Oh, so you get perfect. the app. You go to the website. It's all good, man. Oh, if you're okay. in your desktop, you can go to TeamSnap.com, log into your account. Fantastic. Use the see. app. Use the app. Dude, they are down with the times. I think you should start getting down with the times. I get it, Jerry. Team Snap. Jerry, here's something. We, uh, both of us, uh, not proud, but we both consumed pizza this morning. Oh, no, I'm proud of that. Oh, you are? Okay. Not really. Well, we consume pizza. going to look like a whale with the bathing suit on so, the So, what if I told you, Jerry, that eating pizza could have saved your life? How so? As it did this uh, man in Oregon. I'm intrigued. Salem. You say Oregon? Yeah, I, never I say know. Oregon. Oregon? Oregon State. I would say Oregon State for the football team. But if you were going on vacation, you'd go to Portland, Oregon? I'd go to Oregon, yeah. To watch a biopic? A biopic? It's a biopic, Jerry. (laughs) Uh, Kirk Alexander is a man living in Salem, Oregon. He has ordered from Domino's Pizza, the same one in Salem, every day or every other day, at the very least multiple times a week. Wow. So the same drivers work sort of the same shifts, so they know that this man Mm -hmm. orders from Domino's quite a bit. Well, the other day they were uh, sitting around saying, hey, you know we haven't delivered a pie to Kirk Alexander this week. Interesting. I wonder what is up with them. Let's call Kirk. They call. It rings and rings and rings, goes the voicemail. They go over to Kirk's place. They break into his apartment because they're worried about him. Hmm. The guy had collapsed with the stroke. They saved his life. Really? Mm-hmm. Look at Domino's. Actually, they didn't break into his house. They called 911 when they got okay. to his house, and they wouldn't let him in. I guess the uh, ambulance and police broke down his door. Very interesting. They found Alexander laying on the floor of his home calling for help. He had suffered the stroke. He was taken to a hospital where he was listed in stable condition. And it is all because... He eats pizza, Jerry. There are a lot of people, yes, you can certainly say that. I'm going to say it's because he's a creature of habit. He is. And his habit was broken and the routine was broken. Mm -hmm. So there are people that say routine sucks, and there are other people that say, you're a routine guy. You love a routine. I love a routine. And I happen to agree with you. I like a routine in the morning and and on the weekends and stuff like that. There is the benefit right there to having a routine. Yes. It's kind of like I'm home every day at 1 if there is one day where I don't call my wife and it's 2.30 and I'm not around, she's wondering, where the hell am I? Right. 
So the routine's good. By the way, you mentioned dominoes. You see what they have? Unless this was, I could be wrong. If if this was a spoof of a commercial, I saw a commercial yesterday, and I think, and it could be because I think I was watching Impractical Jokers maybe two <laughs> nights ago. But it was All a right. commercial, so I don't think so. Domino's is rolling out this vehicle that has a side compartment that is almost, it's not an oven. You're not cooking the pizza, but it's like a warmer. So that when they deliver your pizza, it's piping hot. That is real. That is real. Yeah, I remember reading articles that it was coming. It's out. There's They're starting to roll it out, I believe, this summer. So instead of just putting them in those, like, warm uh, holders that look like, like those bags. Cool, yeah, right. that looks like a cooler, but, but it keeps it warm. Right. They're now having a, uh, like, a powered... Mm-hmm. warmer in yep. the car. You're sliding the pizza box right into the warmer, so you drive around, then you get to the house, you take it out, it's piping hot like it just came out of the oven. I always feel like those places should provide the vehicles. Um, like I, I, I don't would, disagree with you. I, I delivered pizza for six months. Yeah, like I wouldn't mind delivering pizzas if I didn't have to use my own car. By the I, way. I don't want to use my own car. A lot of cash. It is a lot of cash, right? A lot of cash on hand always. It's one thing I always thought about whether you're a waitress or a waiter. It's kind of like, it's probably fool's gold in a lot of ways. Right. Because if you walk out, you know, let's say you bartend and you walk out with $230, you're walking out with $230 in your pocket and you're probably going back the next night and the same amount of money. The problem is if you don't put that money in the bank, you got no money to pay the bills. Right. But it is kind of cool because it's always right there for you as opposed to like the way we get paid. I very rarely go to the ATM and take cash out. And my wife will be like, she she yells at me a lot. She'll if whatever. She hey, can I take five dollars for the kids for school tomorrow? I'm like, yeah, my wallet's right over there. She's like, there's nothing in it. Right. I'm like, well, my debit card's in it. What do I need cash for? Now, because of you, I now will not walk around with less than twenty five dollars in my pocket. I think that's a good rule. That's a good rule. Twenty five. I've adopted that rule. But you know, the money's in the bank. I don't. I don't know. I just don't do it. Do you think we'll ever get to a cashless society where we're just using debits? I hope not. I hope not. I mean, while I don't run around with money in my pocket, I, there's certain things I don't. I don't want to have to swipe a credit card for a dollar ninety-five coffee. Right, which people do. Not credit card, debit card. Right, which they, people do when you get behind them in line. Absolutely. Some places are very quick with the debit cards. D- Dunkin' Donuts very quick. Dunkin' Donuts. Uh, I think Starbucks. That there's a deli here in New York that's very fast with it, and others take forever to is that because they have in. better internet connections i just think that they're just set up for quick transactions right. and not this nonsense of having to like sign sign stuff sure. and have the printout come first i like the places where you when you swipe they don't even offer you a receipt just See, like you're i good. don't like that because my wife does the checkbook she drives me nuts when i forget to give her a receipt and then she's balancing i can always i always know when i go home and i see the checkbook out and she's got the statement i leave See, I, I don't think a lot of people even balance their checkbooks anymore. See, I have an online checking account as well. Right. I don't balance it. Right. And just it drives plans. her crazy. You look at it, you see if there's any strange charges. Right. And then she'll be like, well, what about charges that haven't posted yet? I'm like, well, I kind of know I did them, so I think about it. Will you check your, when you get your credit card statement, will you look at it to make sure there's no strange charges on there? Uh, yes, especially, here's, I'll give you one that's interesting. American Express this month. My bill was the the green card. My bill was seven seven hundred and seventeen dollars, I think, doing full by next week. And I'm like, seven seventeen. It should only be, I think, like five ninety is what it is, basically, because I put certain charges that are on it every month. Like, why is that one hundred and thirty dollars more? I don't know what the hell my wife and my kids are buying, but this iTunes is not good. 
Now, there was $25. I switched my MLB app over to that. So, okay, $590 to $615, good. I don't know where the other $93 are for. Most of it iTunes. For that's, one month. That's a lot of apps or movie rentals. I don't know what the hell it is. So, yes, I do check certain accounts. I checked that one just three or four days ago, and I'm not happy about it. And did you see, this is also rumored, that iTunes is going to stop selling music, individual albums and songs, and going strictly to streaming only. I did not know. I don't even buy music on iTunes, yeah. so I don't even know anything about it. So, look at that. That'll cut down on your bill, Jerry. There you go. All right, man, I'll see you on Monday. Okay, see Wow! With the real stars of the show, Alan Jerry.